0: It's coming. Dingum. And it tastes so sweet. You hop when you eat. Hey, hold on to your tummy. We got something good. We're running. Hey, did you know? Oh, 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 oh. If I had my way, I'd start every day. Through. With my hauntingly delicious cereal. It's so good, I crinkle every time I eat it. It's like ASMR, just like, I it, I have the opposite reaction and I hate it. I don't. The only thing I like too. Like video. Like I don't like any of the things with sound. I like watching like paint mixing and like soap cutting and whatever. But like I hate the like quiet talking and the oh I hate
1: it. Yeah, so much. it's like yeah. I I nope. just thinking uh, nope. Somebody was like suggesting that um we like I tape some ASMR stuff and I was like. It's like me doing foot stuff. The idea of somebody like getting off to something that makes me so repulsed is just so weird to me. No, like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just because it's so
0: repulsive to me, like, uncomfortable. My favorite YouTuber did it like, I'm going to try ASMR video and what. It was, like, 15 minutes of, like, here's ASMR, here's me, like, figuring it out, blah, blah, blah. And then 15 minutes of her actually doing it, and I just turned it off after she started doing it. I was, like, cool, great, God, I want it done with this.
1: Yeah, like, I don't, I'm there not.
0: This awful, and I hate it.
1: Yes. And that is our thing about ASMR for today. Hi. Thank you. <laughs>
0: My book opening boxes on air. <laughs> I really tore this bag of cereal. I don't know how. Oh. Ooh, okay, so anyway, hello and welcome to Serial Killer, the podcast, where one, I'm holding the cereal box backwards, and two, I just started talking about my cereal before introducing anything. Uh, it's it's a time here in month seven hundred of quarantine.
1: It's true. It's it's. I'm ma- sorry. what
0: month is it really? Seven.
1: It's like really really intense
0: <laughs> there's a lot of things happening there's a lot of feelings in the air and uh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch It Chapter 1 tonight so Ooh.
1: <laughs> that'll make you feel happy
0: so great it's <laughs> like when the riot started and my boyfriend and I were like what if we watched all of the Hunger Games movies
1: or <laughs> so The,
0: the like, Purge fun <laughs> now it's fun <laughs> Heard. Oh god, too real. Anyway, welcome to Serial Killer. I am one of your hosts, Maria Spertolosi. As always, you hear the other voice of Anastasia Washington. Hello. And uh, this week, I will be talking about this Tricks Trolls World Tour with Marshmallows cereal. Is I think
1: what that's called.
0: That's the way the words on the box read if you read in English. Yes. Tricks. Trolls World Tour with marshmallows, and there are trolls on the box, and the rabbit has troll hair, which is really weird, and I don't like it.
1: Yeah, that's very strange, and 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 because it's uh it's almost Halloween, and by almost I mean a whole month before. A whole
0: month, but like
1: we're now. already ready. We're gonna be yeah. doing some weird compilations, like we did um
0: exactly. last, last year, year for, but the, for the for like, the like holiday. winter holidays. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So this is another one of those compilations oh, that we'll be doing for, I guess, the Halloween season, is what yeah. we should
0: say? Yeah. The Sam Samhain season, if you're a druid or a pagan, if you will.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: But this smells like tricks. the way that I remember tricks smelling. It mm. also smells like something else that I can't quite put my finger on, but I want to say it's like a Lush product smells like this.
1: I mean, that tracks...
0: Okay, and then it uh,
1: I'm scared. Yeah, it's multicolored.
0: Well, didn't tricks went to like multicolored little balls a while ago? Didn't they?
1: I thought they were always that way. Were they not always? I though? thought they
0: were the shape of fruit at one point. I want to see. Am I making things? I might be making things up. Anyway, oh, they're like little...
1: tricks balls. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They're like tricks balls, but they're like swirly. They have like multiple colors in them. And then, like, but like as a kid, I remember like normal tricks just being like fruit shaped. Huh.
1: Like
0: your berries and like bananas, I want to say. I could be making all of this up.
1: No, I think you're right. I'm doing some tricks research right now. The colors also are very strange throughout the years. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's like a fruit stage. Uh, Like, I guess when they started out, it was round balls. And then they went 80s, 90s to Mm -hmm. fruit, almost looking like weird flowers, too. Yeah, that's
0: what I remember, because I remember being like, this is not a fruit.
1: Yeah, they're like supposed to be berries, but they look like little weird flowers. And then there's like these bananas that don't look quite like bananas either.
0: They look like cashews, kind of.
1: Yeah, like weird cashews. Um, and then like, now we're back to balls, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think so. And then and these are multicolored because it's trolls and they have marshmallows and it just tastes like tricks. Like it. Even um, marshmallows taste like cereal marshmallows. Like it's fine. I, don't, I would give it a, a knife up. Try. It's very sweet. Yeah, it's super sweet.
1: I can't really remember so had, if I liked tricks.
0: Yeah, it was fruit flavors of some kind, somewhere in here.
1: <laughs> Does it actually have fruit in it? No.
0: No, it says natural <laughs> and artificial flavor. And then all the vitamins that they add. Oh, yeah, the box is really boring.
1: Um, I was
0: sad about it. It's one of those, like, when you're done with your cereal, you can take this box and turn it into something else. So it gives you instructions on how to make it a ukulele.
1: I'm sorry, what? Yeah. That is the best thing I've ever heard on a box. And you're like, this is stupid. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. You can make a ukulele out of your box. Ew, that's really Girl, what I you mean. can make a ukulele out of a tissue box and a toilet paper, too. And like, stick it number- Yeah. I don't. Was I. Okay, I went to a weird drama camp where we did this. Like, every other year we would make instruments and, like, use them in, like, our music uh, performance. And most people wanted to make drums. And then some people made guitars. And then I think someone tried to make a harp once.
1: Very interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. I just anyway. did know. You blew my See,
0: mind. I mostly like cereal boxes where there's stuff to look at while I eat my cereal. This serves no function while I eat my cereal. Unless I want to, like, store my cereal in the bag, I have to wait till I eat all the cereal to be able to make said
1: ukulele. I get it. I get what you're saying now. I understand.
0: (laughs) But, like, yes, in concept, as a child, I would be, like, so excited if someone was like, look, here's a ukulele.
1: Right, I, I like that's like one of the only instruments that I'll play in, fr- in front of people, and even then I don't really want you to look at me.
0: <laughs> I want the attention. Right, I'm very so scared uh, about it. <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, now
1: we're going milk with it, I'm you guys. We're milk. going milk.
0: Yeah, this milk is gonna be some crazy color. I guarantee it because there's like so many fruit dyes in here. Oh my god. The ingredients are like, yellow, number seven. Blue, number five.
1: <laughs> Why didn't they go with number six? Nobody will know. <laughs>
0: knife on the table with milk. Okay. It's not as good as just eating handfuls of it dry.
1: <laughs> so knife up dry, but knife on the table uh, with milk.
0: Yeah. I think that's my My biggest problem, I think, with um, fruity cereals, like, sometimes when you add milk, it hits just right, and you get that, like, creamsicle, like, ice-creamy kind of flavor, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then sometimes you just add it, and you're like, why am I, what's happening?
1: Why is there this weird lactose and fruit flavor in my mouth? Why is there dairy (laughs)
0: involved? Sugary thing. Sugary, fruity thing. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I understand that, like, because, like, I don't always like fruit and milk together. Like, it's got to be, like, a really... And I tend to hate it when it's an artificial
0: uh, fruit
1: flavoring uh, and milk, like, together. That tends to be where I draw the line. um,
0: (laughs) I would also say that the marshmallows don't add much because so much of the flavor is just that, like... Sweet, fruity flavor, whatever mm. it, whatever that flavor is, and then you just get these like bur- pockets of sugar.
1: Sugar pocket—that's actually the name uh. of my band.
0: i <laughs> was supposed to like in normal Lucky Charms or something, where it's like here's the generic, boring cereal part, and then a bunch of marshmallows, and it's like, oh fuck yeah, marshmallows. <laughs> This is just kind of like, oh, my God, there's so much more sugar. And I honestly can't finish this. I might get diabetes.
1: You already have it because of all the cereals that we've consumed on this show.
0: The best part is we eat cereal on this show most of the time. The way that, like, judges on food competition shows eat food
1: where it's like, and
0: we take three bites and we're
1: done. Yep. (laughs) And then we try to find people to pawn off the rest of our cereal.
0: I literally, I was talking to my parents today, and I was like, yep, and I just have like seven unopened boxes of cereal in my house, because I do this crazy podcast, and now I just hoard cereal, I guess. <laughs> that's
1: true, that's that's our life, you guys. Welcome to our life. Um... It's,
0: fine. it's fine, I just have a lot of cereal, so if you can think of things to do with a bunch of sugary cereal, <laughs> that's not make marshmallow rice squares. That was going to be my number one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was going to be my number one thing to say. Um, Okay, so why did you pair this with cults? Okay. (laughs) So,
0: yeah, I'm going to be talking about several cults today, and I decided to go with this because it is a world tour edition.
1: Uh, Oh.
0: And so I'm talking about the Family International international
1: world.
0: Oh. Also, tricks are for kids and the Family International specifically uh, had a whole... Actually, it's Family International and Scientology have this whole weird thing where they're like, no, kids are just small adults and you must treat them like so and they are not allowed to be children. And so, this is something they probably never would have had. So, uh, there there you go. Cults. And then I'm going to talk about... um, Um, Shinrikyo, which is renamed as something else now. Aleph, I think. Yeah, Aleph, which is a Japanese cult that poisoned a bunch of people on the subway. And I don't know how that relates to this other than they are part of the world.
1: I also think the fact that they put um, that troll hair on the truck's guy... It's, like, part of a cult where you have to, like, acclimate to the cult to wear, by, yeah, yeah, by yeah, wearing yeah. something. To
0: follow in line. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. He is now part of the Trolls cult. Right. Of music or whatever it is. It, I think it, it is it, music. It's like, I, I mean, it's music. I know that. And I can yeah, go into yeah. great detail because I just watched the Trolls World Tour movie. Oh. But I
1: think that's why people listen to this, this podcast. This not why people are here. So we are going to move on to... uh. Well, kind of murder, I'm assuming. Yeah, oh, murder. Well, uh, yeah. I murder.
0: I was going to do Heaven's Gate, but then I was like, no, that should have its own, own <laughs> episode, because that was like full
1: on. Yeah, plus we have to talk daughter. about Aurora's like, brother like, being part of the cult. Anyway, I, we are going to get into it another time. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, eh, maybe that. So the ones that I picked, um, and especially because I was like, I want some international one. And there are two Korean cults that are very interesting, but super complicated. And I started looking into them and was like, this is a whole other thing that I'm going to have to do some other time. But one of them is right now embroiled in a uh, whole situation where people in Korea are blaming them for the spread of coronavirus there. Okay, so that's a that's a fun thing to to research if you're interested in. Slash, one day I will talk at great length about it,
1: probably. All good all things. Good all things. Th- well, not uh, really good yeah. things, so, but you know what I'm saying.
0: Yes. So yeah, we'll start with uh, the Family International, which is formerly Children of God, mm. and this is a cult. Yeah, that's been around since the 1960s. Um, and they've been under like several, yeah, they've been under a few different names. Um, they are still going, s- not strong, but they are an online community. I think is what they are like officially recognized. They're an online faith community. Sure, they are. And they have like fifteen hundred members. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it was founded in Huntington Beach in 1968, uh, and it was founded by this guy named David Berg, who said that um, the second coming of Christ, Christ would return in 1993, and that... um, When I was 10 years old. I was one. All of these children... (laughs)
1: I um, don't feel old at all. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. <laughs> uh, but so he said that the purpose was to capture the world for Jesus and to do that through this um type of thing called flirty fishing which used mm-hmm. sex and like sexuality usually in women or like sometimes even like young girls um, to show that God's love was like real and true. And that obviously attracted like a lot of dudes and people. Uh, mm. Yeah, it was really catchy and uh, like weird. And it, I watched a documentary on Netflix called, I think it's called children of God, but I'm not sure if you search children of God on Netflix, it'll come up. It's like an hour it's British. Um, and they interviewed the spokesman for the family international and he was like, yeah, no, we, uh, we've renounced like that whole practice and we don't believe in it anymore. And that's not something that the church does, but in, so this develops into a like popular sort of movement, uh, children of God. And one of the members, one of the former members of Fleetwood Mac joins it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's, like, all of these young people, and so they start sending people to different countries. There, So there are people in Mexico and Costa Rica, South America,
1: Africa. Is this um, the one where they also have kids, like, singing in bands? Or yes. is that a different one? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I saw a documentary, like, I think it's, like, Extreme cults or Killer cults or something. It's on one of those. Yeah, this,
0: this, they, so, specifically, the, uh, <laughs> When they were children of God, they had a lot of child sexual abuse allegations against them. And um, there's a woman in the documentary I watched on Netflix who brought her family in. And then her one of her daughters was, like, raped by one of high ups in the church. And um, she ended up, like, having to keep the child. And, like, her and her family moved because her mom was like, well, it was just that guy. It wasn't the church. Like, we're not going to leave the church. We'll just leave that, like, particular area. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It Like, it's hardcore on the brainwashing. And, like, I mean, most cults are. But it's not, like, wild, wild country where it's, like, we all just want to hang out and love each other and live with our rules and fuck society. It's, like, the Christ is coming we must prepare the world, everyone must be a follower of Jesus in our way. Um, Like, this is... Yeah, this is the Mm. only way. So, Berg did a similar thing to what, um, actually, Scientology does, did sort of later, uh, which is he writes down these, they're called M.O. letters, which stands for... What is it? It's like Yeah, Moses, because he called himself Moses because he was like speaking directly with God. Mm. Um, It's it branched off of evangelical evangelism. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not great (laughs) at pronouncing things as we've.
1: No, that I mean that sounds right to me. But again, Uh, I'm not that good at it either. So (laughs) we'll just say evangelicalism.
0: Yeah, so he wrote these Mo letters, I forget what it stands for, but it stands for something, that were instructions to the spiritual people, and also instructions for, like, everyone on how to live your life and practice uh, these different beliefs on, like, tons of different subjects. Um, so he wrote, like, hundreds of those, and would even respond to people, would write him letters, and then he'd respond, and it would come out in, like, this newsletter to the church and to all the followers— Um, In a similar way that we'll see in Scientology that L. Ron Hubbard wrote his, like, doctrines. So these were, like, the ways that people should follow and live um, in this religion, aside from just, like, the bring people in and believe in Jesus. Um, So, yeah, there's tons of... They had a, in 1972 they had 130 communities around the world. And
1: my dog. Yeah.
0: It appalling. is appalling. Um but so there was tons of like I said tons of abuse, financial misconduct and mismanagement and like a bunch of disagreements at the head about how to about using the flirty fishing technique. Um, and so the children of God,
1: statement flirty fishing, flirty no, fish. that's what, in the, fishing, that's like, what, and the <laughs> Um,
0: so most of the members left the movement after like this whole problem or not problem but like all of these issues sort of came to a head in 1978 and so most of the people left the movement and children of god officially like disbanded disappeared but was reborn from the few that remained as the family of love which later became the family but all of their beliefs remained the same and they still followed the mo letters and everything um And so they, like, really took advantage of that free love era because it was the, like, 60s and 70s. Um, But then they tried to introduce a new method. Um, Oh, no. Yeah. In 1973, they introduced flirty fishing, and then they continued to use that as the family of love. Mm. Um, Yeah. So... Through that, according to the Family International, over 100,000 people received God's gift of salvation through Jesus, and some chose to live a life of discipline and missionary, which is like living in a house with 26 people, all of uh, you on top of each other, all trying to, like, go out and proselytize and, like, gain followers in the same small area, which sounds awful.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm gonna opt out of that. I'm
0: going to say no. <laughs> um, so, they, yeah, they continued on. Berg eventually dies in 1994. And a woman named Karen Zerby takes the role of leader of the group. Um, and they... That Later that year, in 1995, they introduced the Love Charter, which defined the rights and responsibilities of the members and homes. So, like, the places that they, as the family, had for their um, members and missionaries to live.
1: Mm.
0: Um, And it included fundamental family rules, a summary of rules and guidelines from past uh, the family publications, which were still in effect. So they just essentially like updated all of their rules and everything, um, but they were still heavily embroiled in abusive sexual uh, lawsuits and uh, <laughs> cases, um, and so they, yeah, the United the United Kingdom denounced all of Berg's writing saying they were responsible for children in the family having been subjected to sexually inappropriate behavior because a lot of them were like children are just small adults. They can be be treated as such and thus you should look at them as such. And when you say that enough times to people people with pedophilia leanings are going to take advantage of some things. Well, that's I mean, I feel like you could have seen that coming, but when you started, it's really really not what it's about.
1: No. No. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so they, in recent years, have
0: written and updated the missionary member statutes and fellow member statutes, which are used to respectively guide those people, and... um, the charter and the love charter increased the number of single family homes as well as homes that relied on jobs, such as self employment. So they branched those in, which is nice. But yeah, now it's mostly an online thing. If you go to thefamilyinternational.com, it talks about uh, them being an online. I'm going to be on some annoying list now, aren't I?
1: Probably. <laughs>
0: gone to this website. I haven't given them any information, but I've gone to this website like four times in the last week.
1: I'm worried about you, but I'm also intrigued about the emails that you're going to (laughs) get.
0: Oh, Yeah, they are an online Christian network of individuals in nearly 80 countries committed to sharing the message of God's love with others.
1: I mean, that sounds positive.
0: Like, it it sounds very positive. But also, like, if you go to Scientology's website, it's not going to say we take all your money and harass you until you die
1: it's not
0: (laughs) i wish it did that'd be great Um, that'd be
1: amazing like a really honest cult that would be awesome super
0: super honest (laughs) i love how so their website this is my favorite part about their website is when you go to the about section it says so the family international is an online christian community of 1,500 members committed to sharing the message of God's love with people around the globe. Founded in California during the late 60s, the Family International expanded into an international missionary network in nearly 80 countries until its re- reorganization in 2010 as an online community.
1: Reorganization. They chose to do that, not because but, of legal yeah. matters.
0: No, no, no. no, <laughs> no certainly not.
1: It was a choice.
0: <laughs> God, what's their history? I didn't actually click on their history, but they say yeah, formerly known as Children of God. Which, if you Google Children of God, like the first four things that come up are people being like, I was sexually abused as a child. There. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean that's what I remember about like watching stuff about him. It was just like yeah, they all
0: would, they about make, like, and so it was super weird. So they would make these. They would like it was there was a big music thing in mm-hmm. it. It was the 60s, and they wanted the kids and hippies. And so they would, like, make these music videos with, like, Jesus music all about, like, loving God. But then older members would make these, like, Weird sexual videos for the the head, David Berg, and they showed one of them, and it was like all of these men and women laying naked in this room, and all these women just being like, "I love you, David. When you kissed me on the lips and told me I was pretty, it was the best thing that's ever happened. And I wish you could lay with me right now." And it's like, no. what the fuck is
1: happening? Cults just don't sound fun, you guys.
0: No, no. So yeah, so that's the family international. The cult. Family International. There it is. There it is, folks. It's still going. If you would like to join a cult, it doesn't seem that like intense now, but you never know.
1: I mean, joining a cult online just as seems like a little half-ass. Like if you're going to go, it's like it's like half cult. It's not going Hang full. I need
0: to write down a story <laughs> idea now. <laughs>
1: Going full cold. like,
0: I kind of <laughs> want to start a cult, but I'm, like, pretty lazy. What if I just start a WordPress that talks about a cult? Would <laughs> anyone join? <laughs> it's like, and red and then they accidentally start, like, a really successful cult. Right.
1: <laughs> That's what happened. That's what happened. I just don't think... I think, like, I wouldn't be good for a cult because, like, they would just tell me, like, oh, we are all wearing red. And I'd be like, Nah. No, <laughs> nah, man. They're like, oh, and then you have to go outside and garden and grow your own food and have sex with this old dude. I'd be like, nah, <laughs> though. <laughs> nah. nah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So, to keep this internet, I mean, technically they're all international. That's very interesting. Because when I'm doing research, I found, like, a, just a bunch of American cults. There are a lot of weird American cults.
1: I mean, that tracks.
0: But, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll move on to, uh, it's now called Aleph.
1: Aleph? Okay.
0: A-L-E-P-H. I think that's pronounced differently in Japanese, but I don't know. Because I don't speak Japanese.
1: And she didn't learn for this.
0: No, I wasn't gonna. If I'm gonna learn any language, it's probably not gonna be Japanese. It's gonna be, like, Hungarian or something really useless.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Klingon. Just go Klingon <laughs> with it. <laughs> <Dothraki>. <laughs> I used to know a little Dothraki. And it's on Duolingo for free. So go, go for fantastic. it. Fantastic.
0: And uh there is a great joke in Future Man where one of the characters asks a an AI to in James Cameron's house to teach him Navi. <laughs> Which by the way, isn't a complete language.
1: <laughs> no, it's not on Duolingo, but Klingon and uh and, and Dothraki, Dothraki is. So go ahead, go it's for fantastic. it.
0: I'm going Dothraki and then just yell at everyone.
1: <laughs> that's all it is, really.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's all I want, really. Uh, okay, anyway, Japanese. Japanese. So, this is one of those good old doomsday cults. That's like the world is going to come to an end and you must join this cult to have all of your sins forgiven and get, reach repentance so that you will not be uh, consumed by hellfire.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. So-
0: So it was, it was, um, Shinrikyo, um, for a long time. And it was founded by Shoko Asahara in 1984. And they, it's, uh, it's like a combination of early types of Buddhism from India and Tibet plus Hinduism. They use, uh, Shiva, who I want to say is the god, Yeah, she's one of the main deities in Hinduism. She's one of, like, the main three deities in Hinduism that make up their, like, force of deities. That's not Mm -hmm. the word, but that's fine. (laughs) And they incorporated uh, some ideas from Christianity and yoga and some writings from Nostradamus. It's just, like, a big stew of, like... Eastern religion, and with a little Christianity thrown in.
1: <laughs> I mean, I kind of dig the fact that it was, like, a collaborative effort from every, <laughs> you know, different...
0: So, yeah, so there is, there is like... Sh- so, Shinrikyo Om, um, not Om um, Shinrikyo, but if you flip it, is, like, the religion that is this combination of all of these things, and it was founded um, before... But this guy Shoko Asah- yeah Asahara, took it and then started like using parts of it, most of it, and then manipulating it for this mm-hmm.
1: cult. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, he sought sought to restore original Buddhism, but employed um, Christian millennialism beliefs or rhetoric um which is the belief by a social religious or political group um <clears throat> that in a coming fundamental transformation of society after there is a coming fundamental transformation of society after which all things will be changed so like christianity believes that there is uh oh my god it's in the book of revelations but all that but you know the sec I don't all i can think is ragnarok and that's not the word i want
1: oh but uh
0: basically what i am talking about like the second uh, like, yeah like the second coming end of the yeah. world type thing like four horsemen of the apocalypse Feast and famine etc cetera, etc cetera. Right. yeah 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 so that's the the like belief that he took from christianity and attached to this other mishmash of like eastern religions
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um and he declared himself so shoko asahara who founded it but changed his name later on for some reason published a book on this religion where he declared himself to be the like christ of it i guess
1: Okay, Japan's
0: only fully enlightened master, yeah, as well as identifying himself as the Lamb of God. Hmm. Who um, takes away the sins of the world, grant us
1: peace. Mm-hmm.
0: I went to too much Catholic school. My brain can't hear Lamb of God without finishing
1: it. I mean, it's like so much, but some of the stuff has changed now. Like, I don't oh, even God. know. Yeah. Like, the response is. Don't even are different.
0: <laughs> so his mission was to take upon the sins of the world, and uh, he claimed that he could transfer that spiritual power to his followers and take away their sins and bad deeds. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> it was generally seen as an offshoot of Japanese Buddhism, which is a, a, like its own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and he outlined his doomsday prophecy which included a third world war instigated by the United States I mean that doesn't sound super I mean
1: yeah and that tracks (laughs)
0: Um, but there would be a nuclear Armageddon
1: no thanks
0: (laughs) and humanity would end except for the people who joined his cult (laughs) and so the mission was not only to spread salvation but also to survive the end times Kind of like Charlie Manson, when Charlie Manson was like, look, we all got to get in this bunker for when the race war happens.
1: Yeah, which we're going to try to instigate.
0: Which also we have to instigate because it's not happening. (laughs) This is my favorite logic ever. Right? Um, (laughs) They didn't understand that our random drug killing of a drug dealer was the start of the race war. So now I guess we have to be more clear on the start of this race war. (laughs) We're still
1: not very clear in each one of our murders. But
0: but somehow it will start a race war. It will. It will. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Anyway, so Am uh predicted that Armageddon would occur in 1997. Mm. So only you know a short what is that like 15 years from 1984? Yeah. 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 Uh. So not not long. You don't have a lot of time to get all gotta these get, get, it,
1: get it together. Really, gotta move. <laughs> move on
0: he referred to the united states as the beast which is in the term in the book of revelation for the devil <laughs> um predicting that it would eventually attack japan which like we're gonna attack a lot of people i don't doubt but i don't think we'll attack japan i don't i don't, I don't
1: think they so. don't think. So. really done
0: nothing to us after world war ii and we were really mean to them
1: so yeah like we, we, did, we did we did bad, bad in that situation real bad. bad
0: so many fronts um <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So the name, which if you translate it to English, is Aum Supreme Truth, um, represents the universe. So it's the Aum part represents the universe, followed by the Japanese Shinrikyo, which roughly means the teaching of truth. And in 2000, the organization changed its name to... Aleph, which is a reference to the first letters of the Phoenician, Hebrew, and Arabic alphabets. Yeah. So. Moving and changing. So, from the beginning, it was, like, a very controversial group in Japan. Um, Even though they weren't, like, associated with crimes, it was still... I mean, they were spouting off this, like, the world's gonna end in 15 years, come save your soul type stuff, and I don't which is I don't know positive. Many, yeah, I don't know too many people who are like real, real into believing that type of thing. I mean, no. Um, their public relations activities included published oh yeah, they published comic books and cartoons. And um
1: I like that aspect. They but- tried
0: to tie its religious ideas to popular anime and manga. Themes. So they had like space missions and weapons and world conspiracies and like the quest for truth because that's all encompassed in their beliefs. So they published several magazines also, um, one called Enjoy Happiness.
1: I mean, yeah, enjoy happiness indeed kind of goes along with the happy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: It's a little redundant, but sure. Um,
0: So, yeah, they lived a humble life, except for uh, they were gifted an armored Mercedes by one of their wealthy followers. Oh. Um, And they advertised recruitment activities called the Om Salvation Plan that included claims of curing physical illness, with health improvement techniques, realizing life goals by improving intelligence and positive thinking and concentrating on what is important at the expense of leisure. Um, So like basic, like, are you in search of something? Here we can help you come seek our advice type cult stuff.
1: Uh,
0: And so they said it was practiced, it was accomplished by practicing ancient teachings that were translated from Pali Sutras which were, I believe, Hindu books. Um, at least those are Hindu words, or at least those are Indian words. Um, and so it then became one of the fastest-growing religions in Japan because it had all of these, like, life-coaching oh, sort of techniques. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same way that, like, Scientology gained tons of popularity at first.
1: Right.
0: Um, so they it's like actual practices like the initiation rituals and everything they tried to keep a secret but they often involved hallucinogens like lsd um and the
1: they always do that in cold don't
0: they? <laughs> well because it like again charlie man like,
1: solidifies like all well, their it's, shit it's,
0: You can just be manipulated so easily when you're in a state like that and you can be persuaded and pushed in all these directions. So it's like, I can totally see how it's like, no, you'll have this spiritual experience. And like, then you take LSD and you like, because you're already in that mindset, you lean into it and you're like, yeah, oh my God, it was when like, if you had just done LSD in a field somewhere, you might've had the same spiritual revelation without the cult aspect.
1: Right. <laughs> um, Which is my suggestion.
0: That's my thought too. It's like everyone should do hallucinogens in their own way and at their own pace because I think they really do help you like connect deeper with yourself. But uh, maybe don't do them with a cult.
1: I mean, I always suggest just don't do anything with a cult, but that's my. <laughs> I'm putting know. my shit on you. <laughs> <Or
0: certification, Latin. laughs>
1: yeah which <laughs> my philosophy is just do it without a cult
0: <laughs> yeah and so then they had these like other religious practices that they called yoga but were really uh kind of torture um there were people being hung upside down people being given shock therapy but all in no. this like it's a practice no, uh type I thing like it so in the late '80s, it started getting attention for uh, deception with recruits and holding members against their will, forcing people to donate money, and even murdering someone who tried to leave in February 1989. Oh, Again, cult basic cult practices. Yeah, <laughs> like super basic.
1: Oh, no, don't murder. Yeah, just don't do it.
0: Just don't do it. It's, it's not good. Uh so they were threatened with a lawsuit in nineteen eighty-nine, which could have bankrupted them, but the lawsuit failed. And in the same month, uh the leader uh oh no, sorry. In the same month the lawyer who was threatening them went on a Japanese TV station and had an interview, uh sec- that interview was secretly shown to um Shinrikyo. Mm.
1: Um
0: and so then the group pressured the TV station to cancel the broadcast. Uh, and then the next month, that lawyer and his wife and child went missing from their home.
1: Dun-dun-dun! Mm. Yeah. That's all yep. I had with that. <laughs>
0: but, yeah. Uh, it is Later, it is confirmed that the cult killed them. Um, yeah, the and so... Starts. Yeah, they considered several assassinations of heads of other Buddhist sects, uh, but they didn't go through with any of them. Um, and they, oh yeah, they tried, so in 1993 in July, they tried to spray a large amount of uh, like liquid, what they thought was liquid anthrax into a cool through a cooling tower on the roof of their headquarters. Um, and it was supposed to cause an anthrax epidemic like to get into like the air.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it actually just resulted in a large number of complaints about bad smells.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Poison does smell bad. Sometimes. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. They tried to start manufacturing the nerve gas sarin. <laughs> Which, like, how? Uh, They also tried to manufacture automatic rifles, but only made one.
1: You know, they gave it a good college try.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The leader, Asahara, wanted the group to be self-sufficient in manufacturing AK-74s. With one working model smuggled secretly to Japan in order to be studied and used as the basis. Um, but then police seized the components and blueprints used by a cult member in 1995. Uh, <clears throat> and so they tested their nerve gas in a uh, property in Western Australia and they killed 29 sheep with the sarin and the other nerve gas that they were making. I don't like um, that. And they tried to use those in multiple assassination attempts for the next few years. Um, yeah, yeah. So they released them on the subway. They released them no, in a city of Matsumoto. With the help of a refrigerated truck, the members of the cult released a cloud of sarin gas, which floated near the homes of judges who were overseeing a lawsuit concerning real estate with um, that was going to go up against the cult. Okay. And it killed eight people and harmed five hundred more. <sighs> yeah. They also tried to yeah they attacked three people with the same synthesized poison. Um two of them were injured and one was killed. And then there was in 1995, they, they had a few more like small time um, killings and poisonings. And then in March, 1995, they released a chemical weapon. That's like their synthesized sarin. Uh, mm-hmm. In a coordinated attack on five different trains in the Tokyo subway system, which killed thirteen commuters, injured fifty four badly and then affected nine hundred and eighty more people, and then as many as six thousand people claimed that they were affected by it in some way,
1: oh my God, yeah,
0: yeah, they it was real like, suck, yeah, oh yeah, um, and so that's when like everything came to light and police found explosives and chemical weapons and a military helicopter and piles of biological warfare agents like anthrax and Ebola cultures, which, oh, sorry, those were widely exaggerated, but there were stockpiles of chemicals that could be used to make more sarin gas. Yeah. Yeah, they found a lot of drug laboratories that were making um, LSD, methamphetamine, that type of stuff.
1: (laughs) Oh, delightful.
0: Yeah, and then the cult's head of science was stabbed to death outside the Tokyo headquarters uh, amidst a crowd of 100 reporters right in front of cameras.
1: Jeez, they real don't care.
0: (laughs) Well, this is some Korean man stabbed him, but his motives are unclear. (laughs)
1: Maybe yeah, well we So can. yeah.
0: So they I think thirteen people ultimately go to prison for the sarin gas um train gassing. And they underwent a bunch of transformations because their leader goes to prison. Um his two preteen sons replace him as guru for a little while. And then in 2000, no, no. they regrouped <laughs> and formed a new name and changed their doctrine to religious texts related to the controversial Vajra- anya Buddhist doctrines were removed and the Bible was removed from their texts. Oh, okay. Um, so it, they apologized to all of their victims and established a special compensation fund. Uh, And they no longer publish Their like crazy publication (laughs) So yeah they're kind of Just like on the down low now Oh in 2018 Asahara and six other cult members Were executed by hanging Awful Why is that still a way you can die I mean they're Uh, all
1: awful though (laughs) Like it's all awful
0: I mean you're not wrong (laughs) It's just
1: You know but and you know, r- how I feel. <laughs> but anyway.
0: Yeah, so the cult has since switched tracks and is not preaching about the end of the world or murdering anyone. Um,
1: that's good. That's progress. But yeah. the,
0: the, uh, yeah, the Japanese public still doesn't quite trust them. And that's that.
1: That is that is smart. I would not trust them either. Yeah, like they really haven't proven it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there have been like Japanese raids on the LF headquarters in the last uh, from like 2013 on. So it seems they're probably still up to some sketchy things.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna join.
0: No, no. Of all the cults, that's one I wouldn't join.
1: Yeah, I mean this probably not a lot of cults I would join. <laughs> That's just me. Um, but, like, i want going to say knife down for the fact that you, that all these cults are like, something big is going to happen, but we have to make it happen. So it's <laughs> like, then you're just making something happen. It's not like it's going to happen. It's just you're making it happen.
0: Yeah, that was, like, when I texted someone I went to high school with a while back and for the first time and, like, 10 years and they were they were like you know and I was like well wh- you had my phone number this whole time why didn't you text me and he was like people come in and out of your life like it is what it is blah 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 and I was like no I made an active choice to like go and get your yeah phone. That's not this isn't we didn't run into each other in an airport dude
1: yeah exactly <laughs> That's an active choice that you've made. An active choice
0: that I made to be your friend, and clearly you don't care, so goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Good day, sir. Good day. Good day. day.
0: (laughs) All right, so our final cult is my favorite cult. Oh, she's got a favorite. Not in, like, a good way, in like, I am just so deeply fascinated by Scientology that I've probably consumed, like... 300 hours worth of of content about Scientology. Not actual Scientology content. I'm not going that far. But I did drive by their TV station on my way back from my COVID test at Dodger Stadium.
1: Oh, you've never actually been in there? No. Oh. Oh, my God.
0: Anastasia. (laughs) There's so many questions.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: So, Scientology was founded... In the 1950s by L. Ron Hubbard, who had previously written and kind of failed with Dianetics. Yes. Which, like, got some popularity, but wasn't, like, as big as Scientology became. Um, But we took, like, the successful parts of Dianetics, which were basically, like, pop psychology and, like, basic uh, therapy tactics. um, And then moved them into Scientology, where... The belief is so on the surface, Scientology is about helping you become like a better you and then helping everyone become the best that they can through uh, these like classes and courses
1: and whatever the fuck. Yeah, kind of You're focusing on desensitizing, desensitizing a little bit.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's all, it's like, it's a cult, it's very much like everything bad that has happened to you is because of something you have done. Yes, yes. Um and so Elron Hubbard starts this and somehow it gained a lot of traction. <laughs> um once in the, I wanna say between Dianetics and Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard gave an interview where he did talk about how the best way to make money is to start a religion. <laughs> and so You're then he did wrong. That, pretty <laughs> much. Um and people like flock to it, but the problem is he, so he starts in L.A., and then they have to move to London, and they keeps moving around because of tax laws, because he's, like, not following any of them. And also, he's just, like, blatantly lied about a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um, so, eventually, he ends up on this big, giant ship that turns into what is now the Sea Org. Uh, or, no, what it's now something else. It's, like, I forget, but... Originally, it was the, like, Sea Org, and you would sign this contract for a billion years, and you would just work on this ship and uh, be, uh, you know, a servant to Scientology and to L. Ron Hubbard. Uh,
1: I'm going to go with no for me. No,
0: yeah. So, it's when you get deeper into it, and when you get higher up into the ladder, you start to discover that this is absolutely batshit insane. (laughs) And that Correct. the things they are telling you are all based on the fact that they believe that there was a big, big being, Xenu, who uh, created Earth or inhabited Earth or something about Earth thousands and thousands of years ago. Um, and there was a great battle and something terrible happened and all of these evil aliens called Thetans got released into, wait, are Thetans the bad ones? There, Which ones are the bad ones? I think it's Thetans. No, thetans are the good ones. Sorry, this is very confusing. There's a lot of aliens to keep track of. (laughs) There's a lot of things, there's a bridge you have to climb, it's very weird. But long story short, that everyone is basically there's like an alien inside of you essentially, and uh, it just regenerates, and you have like a mortal husk (laughs) that is just here for the time being, and once you reach operating thetan the ultimate level you can just like shed your mortal husk and be a thetan and then like come back in whatever body you choose to come back in after 20 years or whatever it is and that's also something they believe is that you can just be like get to a point where you're like oh i will just shed this skin and then come back in a new form and so that's why they to this day have houses in i think almost every continent for l ron hubbard should he come back oh That they just keep, like, fresh and ready at any time for him to come back, which he was supposed to come back, like, 15 years ago.
1: Right. So, yeah. He's late.
0: He's very late. (laughs) No. So, Scientology starts at this... These are the beliefs. This is the thing. People start joining it. Some people sign this billion-year contract for some reason. Um... (laughs) So and no. it continues to grow to the point where they base Scientology basically owns the city of Clearwater, Florida. It like almost every building that is not a government building is owned by Scientology and run by Scientology. So the point that they're like not businesses in downtown Clearwater, the St. Petersburg Times actually did a very, very in-depth like six part series about it because it's killing the economy there. Because businesses can't, like, if you're not a Scientology business, then you can't, um, rent out space. So you have to be, like, a practicing Scientologist to get a lease in the Scientology buildings. So they just, like, sit empty, because Scientology is much more about, well, fuck you, we do what we want.
1: Yeah, they really are.
0: Um... Yeah, and so the on the surface, there are, like, plenty of people who will be like, well, I was raised a Scientologist, and, like, it was fine, and I never heard any of that weird stuff, and I didn't do the Sea Org and was never abused, and, like, yeah, sure, there are tons of people who go to Catholic churches who were never touched by priests, but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Correct. <laughs> um, so the Sea Org in particular, and Scientology for a long time, they... First of all, Scientology goes back and forth about kids, and sometimes they're like, yeah, kids are fine, and you can have kids, and they're just, like, tiny adults, and sometimes they're like, kids are annoying as shit, fuck kids, you're not allowed to have kids if you're in the Sea Org, so it's very confusing and hard to figure out, Um, but basically, you could—I don't think anymore you can, but you could previously join the Sea Org as young as, like, seven— and just, like, sign away your life. And then you would be forced into what is, like, daily manual labor. Um, living conditions that are, like, subpar with a college dormitory. Like, college dorms are a lot nicer than their living conditions. Um, and you are, like, you eat when you are told you are allowed to eat. You, like, exercise when you are told you're allowed to exercise. You're, like, super regimented in the Sea Org.
1: Okay. Yeah
0: yeah it's yeah it's uh it's bad and there are all these courses you have to take in scientology which is the other reason why so they have tax-exempt uh religious status thanks to david miscavige the current leader um but the funny thing is i don't think any other religion charges you per session
1: no scientology
0: you have to like buy your courses and you have to pay an upfront fee and it's all on like a sliding scale based on how much income you make. Um, And if you're in the Sea Org, they waive it, but if you leave the Sea Org, then you have to pay all your back pay for all the courses that you took. So don't they
1: take a percentage of your salary anyway?
0: Um, they encourage tithing to, like, some crazy degree, and if you are in the, like, if you are employed by the church, you basically don't get a salary. You get, like, $100 a week, and then you get, like, room and board and everything.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, they call themselves a church. They are not a church. Do not be fooled by the not church of Scientology. Yeah. Um... They are very intense as well to their detractors. And one of the reasons that they managed to get tax exempt status is because they infiltrated the IRS and stole a bunch of documents. Hmm. Um, because Scientology has multiple doctrines that are like, just don't accept no, keep pushing when you're told not to, like if you to, to get what is best for Scientology. And it's all about what's best for Scientology. It's never about like what's good for you or your family. It's all a hierarchy of like how does this spread scientology um and then there's the fair game doctrine which is like a whole thing about uh going after people who are detractors of scientology yeah so yeah so it currently still runs and operates under David Miscavige uh they have many famous Scientologists who are still practicing. um, And
1: some of them are being prosecuted for rape right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they, that is another thing where they just very much uh, don't, they, they, they don't deal with any of that. There's tons and tons and tons of child abuse and sexual abuse and mental abuse allegations of Scientology Especially because one of the things you have to do is um, you have to go to, like, your e-meter readings, which are in Boston. They would always set up in the subway and be like, do you want a free stress test? And then you'd sit down and have to, like, hold the weird e-meter thing. And then they'd, like, ask you a million questions and be like, mm-hmm. you can then tell you, like, all the things that are wrong with you. And then they're like, but we can fix that.
1: But I always go, I already knew that. And <laughs> See, I'm working bye. on it.
0: <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so they uh, they do the e-meter, I forget what it's called, um, but they have these sessions and they sit there and someone asks them questions and then like the needle will move. And so if it, you can have like an, a dirty needle, which means you're lying or you're withholding something and so then you basically just have to like say stuff until they accept the things you have said and let you leave. <laughs> But that's why they think people... A lot of people say that celebrities are still in it because they have, like, all these deep, dark secrets because people have to go in and confess everything and they record all of it.
1: That's why... Just be an open book. Then nobody can hold shit over you.
0: Fair enough. But, yeah. So, <laughs> there's uh, currently the Free Winds, which is the flag service organization cruise ship. Um... And it's used for different auditing and such.
1: Scientology crews. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: they have uh yeah, they in LA they I think they are in LA the number one landowner by size. Oh yeah, they have
1: the they have this, they have two in Hollywood and then they have the North Hollywood complex that they just No, they
0: have like three in Hollywood now. Oh, there's thanks. two on Hollywood Boulevard alone, and then there's the big blue one. Right. And then they also have the Science Celebrity. Celebrity Center. Right. And yeah. they have around there, they own some other buildings that are like barracks for the Sea Org members.
1: Yeah. And then in North Hollywood, they, they built that huge complex. And then yeah. so, there's like different housing and stuff around it that they also own. This and they own Arc Light. <laughs> Yeah, you can't really move up the arc white ladder unless you're... Wow. I mean, you can work at there. Yeah,
0: you can, like, be up.
1: But you're not going to be higher up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting. And they have the production facility next to nearby the big blue building.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been in a couple of the buildings, and I've gone to some of their stuff, um, and not real. Like, I had a... F- when I was dating my ex... He was like, "Oh, let's go to this thing. My friend is part of." And I was like, "Where are we going?" And then we were in the Scientology building, and it was like some kind of like concert or something like that. But then, like, we were in the Scientology building, and I was like, "Did you know it's going to be Scientology?" And he was like, "Yeah, but I figured it's like no big deal because like we're not going to join." And I was like, "Yeah, but it feels weird to be here. (laughs) Like, it just feels weird. They have like all this weird machinery everywhere, and I'm just like." Cool. cool 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 I'd like to leave <laughs> cool. yeah
0: well and they so they in Buffalo New York had a building that was like a Scientology center but it wasn't very popular because perf- to be perfectly honest I think there's like less than 10,000 Scientologists worldwide like it's not a big air quotes religion <laughs> Right. Um, I would think that is a moderately sized cult because cults tend to not be as big as actual religions.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) But so they had this center in in, um, Buffalo, New York that was like in a prime location. It was getting super run down. No one was using it for Scientology. And the city was like, look, either use this building or, like, sell it back to us and we will use it as a community center or something. Like, we'll figure out something else to do with it. Right. And Scientology was like, oh, you want us to give up this space? Well, fuck you. And then bought an even bigger building in downtown and, like, fixed it up and made it all fancy and look nice. And then they were like, you know what? Fuck that. We're going to do that everywhere. And be like, no, we really do. And to try and, like convince everybody that there really are tons of Scientologists but like you and I probably drive by that Scientology Center a decent amount the one in North Hollywood and like I've seen people in there once yeah
1: I haven't seen anybody I've seen people on the blue campus
0: any cars in those they have two first of all they have two parking lots and there are never any cars in them yeah
1: yeah yep
0: but yeah, it's. But so Denny's
1: cool. across the street from it. It's very, you know, there's people out there. There's
0: always people at that Denny's. There's people at there, they, they sometimes set up a, a hot chicken stand in that car yeah. wash.
1: <laughs> people are there. People are there for the hot chicken and the Denny's.
0: But yeah, nobody is there for the
1: Scientology. <laughs> they are not. They are not there. Uh, yeah, knife down for Scientology. Sorry, you guys. Knife down for any cult, really.
0: Fair. Yeah, knife down for cults in general. Just not yeah. not here for it. Um. I know. But yeah, night down for Scientology. If you want to learn more about Scientology specifically, Leah Ramini has a very good A&E show that had uh three seasons. Yes. Um yes. that you can watch all of it on Hulu and it goes very in depth into the history and the goings on and everything in Scientology.
1: Yes. Um, there's, there's yeah. quite a few like really good um Scientology programs on because it's it's very interesting. I had a friend that um her dad was a Scientologist and her mom was like a Christian, like super Christian Mm -hmm. and they almost moved to the compound. And it was just like, it like, yeah. I mean, it, there's not a lot of people, like it's not a huge religion, but in LA it's kind of like you, you will know somebody that's in Scientology. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. And if you don't know someone, you know, someone who's gone into the building and at least taken one of the weird tests.
1: <laughs> yeah, I took one of the weird tests.
0: yeah, I know three different people who've done it and one of them made the fucking dumbass decision of leaving his name and like phone number and has not stopped being harassed.
1: well, they used to do this thing that was like really um like if you were an actor, you would submit to these you know like you submit to castings all the time. And some of them are actually Scientology, Scientology movies. Films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is how they get a lot of your information, because you just submit to, like, some yeah,
0: like a random- job.
1: And they pay well. I'm not going to lie. They pay well. I've never done one of their... have I've, I've been called in for a casting and then realized it was Scientology, and I was like, cool, I'm like, good. No, sure. Yeah. But some, you know, I had friends that were like, well, they pay well. I'm not going to join, but they're going to pay me. And I was like... All right, you know. At what cost? Right. So I mean, there's 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 a lot of roots in it in LA. Um, you there's be careful.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, be careful with it. And if you ever, because. The thing about Scientology is they are always recruiting. Like everyone who is a Scientologist is is basically a Scientology salesman, right?
1: And that's for like so most cults. That's like that's a cult thing, right? Very like they're, true. They're always recruiting, and so just be careful and
0: yeah, it, yeah it, be careful, be wary. If
1: you mm-hmm.
0: ever take a job and they're like and they ask you to like take a course that has nothing to do with job qualifications. Do a quick Google, see if it's a cult. uh, Because I do know Scientologists will be like, okay, great. We love it. We want you here. We're going to have you take this like training, management training, Mm -hmm. or like personal help course or whatever before you start. And it like always turns out to be Scientology. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're a Scientologist? No, I will not work here. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. So just be careful out there. Um, Knife down for uh, cults. Knife Um,
0: knife down for cults. Knife down for manufacturing poison gas. Uh, Definitely
1: knife down for that. Um, uh, Knife up for the cereal dry. I think was the consensus. Knife up for
0: cereal dry. Um, I would say knife down for the cereal with
1: milk. Oh, knife down. Okay, with milk. Okay.
0: But or no, knife on the table. I would say knife on the table for.
1: Okay, knife on the table for that. Um, and knife up for the uh, halloween season and ah. our uh, compilation um uh, episodes um our next one will be about revenge killing so tune into that um you can find us at pod serial killer on all social media you can also go to our patreon and um give us your money and we can give you some cool swag. Um, You can also go to anchor.fm and support us there. And also if you rate and review us, it really helps us out a lot. So please do that. Um, You can find me at Anastasia W on Twitter at Anastasia wash on Instagram. My one woman show 50 shades of mixed is coming out November 13th, virtually in your face. So uh, go to my social media to buy tickets to that. Um, and, uh, where can people find you? Uh,
0: you can find me at Maria Longname on Twitter and don't forget to return your library
1: books. That's true. They can cost a lot of money. Um, yeah. And you know, stay safe and don't be a dick. You guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. I'm going to.